Hi guys, this is Pastor Kim. And I'm Pastor Kevin. And we're here with your post-Sunday podcast. Oh man, I'm excited. So what we're going to do is we're just going to look at some of the uh, events that happened today during the service that you watched with us online. And uh, we're going to talk about all sorts of things, elements. And uh, so just hang on. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to dive into worship. So let's talk about worship. Uh, yeah. The, the set was a really good selection of songs. It was. One that definitely jumped out at me, and I, I shared this to our uh, Connection Church page, was a link giving all the verses for Death Was Arrested. Uh, I guess uh, an explanation of why we sing the words we sing. If you have an opportunity, you definitely should go to the Connection Church Facebook page and uh, and take a look at that some great stuff. One of the verses, uh, right off the, the course when it says, when death was arrested, mm-hmm. um, if, if you look in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 10, it says, which now has been manifested through the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. I, I got to tell you, that was absolutely one of my favorite parts of that song. I, I know we all get really involved in singing that one because it's so exciting that death was abolished. It was arrested. It was taken captive. Uh, and with that in mind, the reciprocal of death is immortality. Right. You don't have to worry about dying anymore. What a beautiful thing to sing about. I hope if you have a chance, you'll go back through, you'll listen to today's service. Uh, even at the end of the service, there was... Uh, Abby's song. Abby's song. An absolute original. Yeah, and it was beautiful. Gorgeous piece. Yeah, and we're hoping to get that on recording soon. Oh, that'd be wonderful. You know, yeah. I think what I really liked about Death Was Arrested, I oh, know okay. you, were, you were going and gone before I could say something. Oh, sorry, yes. But you know how you were saying it, sin is abolished. People may not understand, you know, that live forever because, you know, our physical bodies do die, mm. but our spiritual bodies will live on. Right. We no longer have this purgatory to go to we no longer have this limbo but we have heaven to go to absolute yeah no that's gorgeous uh to to say that it's abolished and that that's no longer a concern um that's a total change from anything anyone has ever considered uh before that i'm gonna live forever and not just live forever i'm gonna live forever in in glory in wondrous heaven with god uh, no more tears, no more crying, no more pain. Yes. That's some really good hope to sing about. It is. It is. All right. So if you have a chance, uh, I would definitely, I'm going to personally, this week I'm going to go back over and listen to that set again over and over and over and just kind of bask in what God was speaking to my heart. And hopefully he was speaking to your heart as well during worship. Uh, take a chance to, uh, to listen to that again and see what God speaks over. And listen to Abby's new song that yes. she did at the end of service and just enjoy what God has given her. Amen. All right. Hey, we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, uh, we've got another good segment for you. So 
So announcements. I know it seems very few because of what has been going on. But yes, Easter is coming next Sunday. And how beautiful a Sunday it'll be because it always represents God taking over not just death, but our healing and our salvation is all in one on that day. And so I'm just really praying that the coronavirus and everything that's going on in the world, Lord, just touch it, you know, and let's see this miraculous Easter happen. I'm just super excited at what God's doing because he obviously is making everybody Hey, social distance, stay away. And I don't think he's meaning social distance from him. He's Mm -hmm. meaning social distance from each other and focus on me. And I think that is just amazing. It is. You know, Easter isn't necessarily uh, about a service, but it's about our heart and how we're celebrating what he's done. Exactly. It's a beautiful departure from where churches have been headed for uh, a century or more. Right. Is that we have to have these huge productions and theatrical and choirs and big songs and lights. And and there's nothing wrong with any of those things. That's fine. But I love when God makes us, as you said, kind of go back to the basics and just focus on him. It's like he's shaking it up and saying, be still. Yeah. Be still and listen to me. Because I think now is a pivotal time in our world to listen to God. And to draw people into him. So that being said, I think we should invite people to watch on Sunday. Because it's Easter Sunday. Right. And most people will will watch. Now, uh, we saw something interesting today uh, online as well. Speaking of this. Mm-hmm. Abby had invited people to a, a watch party with her while the service was live. Oh. So this is something that you can do from home. You know, you can, obviously we're not going to be meeting where everyone can come to us. But right from where you're listening, you could invite people to watch Connection Church live with you and have a little watch party uh, uh, amongst your friends and family. So this is a great way to minister and reach out to people. And that way you can answer questions that maybe they're having that we can't answer at that particular time because we're busy with the service. And that would be so awesome to hear the testimonies and the results that you guys get back from that Easter Sunday. Yeah, I mean, and they may ask questions of you that they would never dare to ask of Pastor Kim or I. Yes. Because they know you. You always have to have a relationship to have influence. So I, I hope you'll take that time. We've got a lot of great things uh, that we're looking forward to doing as a part of our Easter service, which they're really not that far of a departure from what we've done in the past. Mm-hmm. But they're fun. I love it. So I hope you'll join us um, for Easter this yep. coming Sunday, yep. 9 a.m., uh, right there on Facebook. So. All right. Hey, uh, we're going to take another quick pause. And when we come back, I'd like to talk a little bit about Not Far, the sermon this morning. Okay, so starting with the sermon, you had said something early on in the sermon that I thought was pretty interesting. And God just dropped in my heart as far as you were talking about influencers and oh, how right. this, you know, they were influencers and yeah. about the makeup gurus and how they lie and all this other f- fun stuff, you know, about influencers. Right. And it got me thinking, who's influencing you? Right. Who's influencing? And when I'm saying you, I'm not talking to Pastor Kevin. No. I'm talking to you who's listening to this. Who is influencing you that's keeping you that not far distance from mm. Jesus? That'll preach. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
I was like, he didn't go there. Oh, I can go oh, there. No, that's very good. You know, because I think some of us allow others to influence our relationship with God. And we allow Sadducees in our life, these people that teach almost, almost really close to what God wants us to hear, but not close enough. Right. You know, I think Satan likes to keep us just on the outside, hmm. you know? So that way we don't really see the full truth because, you know, if we saw the full truth, we'd have to change. Just like the Sadducees, if they saw the full truth of who God really was, Jesus would have never been crucified. Right. You know, and that's, a, that's such an interesting point you're making. It's, and, and it doesn't necessarily mean one individual person. It could also be something as large as culture. It's culture influencing you. Yes. The, the, the people, not individuals, but the people group that you're around. The life that you're around. It, yeah, that's interesting. It will, it will make you see things in a different light. The people and the things that you allow to influence you. If during this point in time in your life right now, you are watching CNN and you're watching all these newscasts about the coronavirus and you're constantly clicking and focusing on the stuff that's going on around you, you're missing out on what God is trying to do. I don't know about you, but a lot of our family is home because of the coronavirus. Um, There, some are essential, but the fact is they're home Mm -hmm. and they're getting that special one-on-one time with each other. It's God trying to draw us in and draw us near and allow our sphere of influence to be smaller, you know, yet it's really up to you. What are you allowing to influence your life? Because depending on what you're allowing to influence your life will depend on how you're responding to the situation that is going on right now in the world. Yeah, no, that's that's really, really good. I'm glad you said that. That's good. Hmm. That, that's a lot to think about. Uh, I surprised you, don't I? You, no. It, it, we it, hadn't even talked about we this. Hadn't. That's really good. Sorry, my mind's a little swimmy. So, um... Because it's so good. Um, you know, the other thing that I mentioned, and I, I didn't really get into it too much. I, I just touched and, and moved on. Uh, is, is actually my testimony. And I I didn't go into it because, well, there was a lot to discuss. But I mentioned about how a chainsaw manual will instruct you how to take care of the chainsaw. But it doesn't help you cut wood. Right. You actually have to go do it, right? Right. See, the thing is, when, before I accepted Christ, before I surrendered my life to him, I really lived on my own merits. I thought I was a good person. Mm-hmm. And as long as I just did all the good things and didn't do the bad things, I would be okay. And that's, it's not a really tantalizing uh, testimony. It's not something that people go, oh my goodness, and brings tears to people's eyes. But it's the reality. I thought I was good enough. And uh, the the statement I made was that Commandments were never meant to bring salvation. And, and that's the truth. The only thing that brings salvation is a relationship with Jesus. Um, so, uh, you know, the, the phrase that I used over and over this morning was agreeing with Jesus doesn't mean you're saved. And I, I hope that that resonated even just with, I, I know people say this all the time, but just with one person really, right. you know, like if just one person grabbed that and thought, oh man, you know, I've, I've been agreeing with Jesus. Like I, I said about Buddhism. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with some of their principles. I do. doesn't mean I'm a Buddhist. Right. Nor do I think it brings salvation. Right? Right. 
but people translate that differently for Christianity. They think if you agree with Christianity or you agree with Jesus or, or some of his th- thoughts, that automatically shoes you right in that you're a that you're a Christian. That's just not how it works. You need a relationship. Exactly. Which is different than all the other religions, really. Right. With with this, with Christianity, a requirement is a relationship. And man, isn't that sweet that God wants relationship with us? One, it's like they agree on parts of the Bible. Right. But not the full thing. Right. And the you can agree with you can't agree with just certain parts mm. and leave out the things you don't like of the Bible. You have to agree with it all. You have to say, yes, I believe in the word of God, the whole word, not just Psalms 91, not just (laughs) 2 Corinthians 13. You have to agree with everything that it says in there or you're just missing it. Well, you know, a challenge I like to offer to people is look for the verses that you struggle with. Mm. This, uh, This preaching through Mark, I know I've shared with you. There's a lot of scriptures in there that I have struggled with for years and have had to work through. Right. <laughs> and I got to tell you, there's a lot of joy uh, that comes from being at peace with his word, with lo- allowing it to change you instead of you either changing it or skipping over it. There's such joy and peace that comes when you're at rest with his word and allow it to morph who you are. So I, I, I guess... You know, like we in Boost, maybe a, a good challenge for the post Sunday podcast this week would be uh, go look for some verses that you struggle with, some stuff that really bothers you, and allow yourself to come to, at rest, be at peace with it, allow it to change your heart and be renewed in your mind. Allow it to influence you. Ooh, there we go. Influence. That's good. Well, I'm so glad that you guys have joined us for another post Sunday podcast, and I hope uh, that, like, we've been saying you'll be influenced by the holy spirit that you will be at rest and at peace with god's word and that this week you're going to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world we love you guys thanks for listening bye guys bye-bye